0: This is Rabbi Naftali Weiss from the Beth Jacob Congregation in Columbus, Ohio. In the Haggadah, towards the middle of the Maggid, the Bal Haggadah quotes from a pasuk in Yechezkel Hanavi. The pasuk is, And I saw that you were downtrodden in your blood, and I said, through your blood you shall live, through your blood you shall live. And the double expression refers to the blood of circumcision, brismila and the blood of sacrificing the Korban Pesach. There are three questions we can ask concerning the connection of the Korban Pesach and Brismila. Hashem saw that despite all their hardships in Egypt, the Jews continued to keep these two mitzvot, and in that merit took us out of Mitzrayim. The first question is, why did Hashem notice these two mitzvot specifically more than any of their mitzvot? Furthermore, these two mitzvahs are considered to be so significant that they were incorporated into the conversion process as steps that a non-Jew must go through in order to enter the Jewish people. And so our second question is, why were these two mitzvos of Korban and Mila included in the process of Gerus? The issue that singles out the Rasha earlier in the magid is his denial of the Korban Pesach, which he is referred to when he says, hazos Lachem, what is the service to you? When the wicked son refuses to participate in the Korban Pesach, he is called a kofar be'ikr, a complete heretic. Our third question is, why is it so terrible that the rebellious son doesn't want to be involved and isn't interested in offering the sacrifice? that when he rejects the Korban Pesach, he has branded a Rasha, a Kofar Be'ikr, and Hakeh Ashinov, we hit him in his teeth. In order to answer these three questions, we must take a step back and look at an interesting halacha when it comes to Korban Pesach. When a non-Jew wants to convert to Judaism in the times of the Beit HaMikdash, there were three steps he must do, Mila, Tvila, and Korban, going to the Mikvah, circumcision, and offering a special Korban. Mikvah and Brismila were absolutely necessary, but the special korban was not absolutely necessary, only lechatchilah, and the conversion was valid even without it. However, he was encouraged to bring the korban as soon as possible. However, if Pesach would roll around and the new convert were to bring the korban Pesach, he was now exempt from bringing the special conversion sacrifice, which he still owed. We see that Korban Pesach is linked to conversion in the world of halacha, but they are linked in conceptually as well. During the conversion process, the ger renounces his previously held beliefs and embraces the Jewish way of life. While the Torah requires a ger to bring a special korban, the Korban Pesach serves the dual function and could take the place of the conversion sacrifice Because the Korban Pesach memorializes the brazen Jewish rejection of the Egyptian gods by slaughtering the lamb, symbolically casting off the rampant of Odazara and accepting the yoke of Hashem. Because this is the deeper meaning of the Korban Pesach, which explains why we react so strongly against the Russia. His mockery of the Korban Pesach is a rejection of a fundamental communal offering. The Korban Pesach had to be eaten by every Jew. However, in Aurel, one who did not have a bris was not allowed to partake in the Korban Pesach. When the Russia rejects the Korban Pes- Pesach, he is essentially removing himself from the community and choosing to become an Aurel. And this is what we mean when we say, Because he chose to be outside of the community, he is a complete heretic. And so, because of the special mitzvahs of Korban Pesach and Brismila and their personal and communal significance, the Jews merited to be redeemed from Egypt. Despite the personal sacrifice that Jews had to make as individuals in a community for the mitzvahs of Pesach and Brismila, we have survived. And because of the special merit of these two mitzvahs, we will live. Thank you very much.